Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to yet another episode of the Up Level Together podcast, where every single conversation, an insight, a pause, a moment of reflection can um, forever change our day, our week, or potentially and hopefully our lives. And today, I really uh, quickly wanted to talk to you about this importance of creating an oasis in your home after a very, very long uh, time, um, after a very long day, after a really, really long week. See, when we go out into the world, we're interacting with the energies of other people. We're interacting with conflict and driving. We're interacting with the mal intentions and the poisonous toxicity and discordant energies that other people may have. So when we come into our home, our home should be an oasis. It should be a place where we come uh, away from the worries and the disturbances of this world. It is a place where we can really feel hugged, enveloped, um, and, and completely safe. And studies show now that the spaces are alive. They're filled with information, with energy, and that energy that information can be molded. It's very malleable. So for example, uh, in my research took me to thermodynamics and quantum physics, and it, it was this idea of how do I create a holy environment in my home? See, every time I walked into a church or walked into a mosque or a temple, I felt this sense of reverence. I felt like okay, this is a place for me to exhale. This is a moment of relaxation, of expansion. I felt held up by that space. And through the research I've done in the book, Healer and Heals, science now shows exactly why that is the case, because we see spaces as empty, but they're not empty. They're filled with this information that is malleable by our thought. So in quantum physics, we have um, there are numerous experiments we now we now have proof that our thoughts are the things that change physical matter and in information in the space it's filled with these potentiality these potentially dense energies that can be changed to really aid us so when we come home we um if the the predominant energy in our home is that of discordant energy there's been conflict there's been illness there's been fatigue that is the kind of energy that we're going to come back to and this is by far a, a, a safe space but space in which we spend a significant amount of time in and that is the space that could either really pull us more into the chaos or the in level of incoherence or it could be a warm hug after a long day and what we want to do is create that energy in our home uh, through a few specific tips and things that we can actually do that don't cost anything to create an energy so that we can make sure that our home feels like Westminster Abbey or your favorite holy place where you worship right or being in nature that's the kind of environment that we can create in our own homes 
And I want to add a little caveat here, a warning that, listen, our spaces are alive just like we are. Sometimes our energies are absolute crap. <laughs> and sometimes our energies are really in check and they're aligned. It's the through the process of conditioning our space, meaning over time, setting an intention for a particular space, let's say a bedroom, I want it to be an oasis from the world, a relaxation where I sleep and really relax. We have to so-called pump or condition this energy over and over and over again so that it, it imprints and starts to hold the intention of our thoughts and the, the energy that we put into that space. So this is not a quick fix like, okay, this room is going to be this. Abracadabra, <laughs> so it is. This is where we start, it's that intention. Then we continue to over time. In just a matter of few weeks, we can change the energy of our space. So few really um, uh, beautiful things that we can do that I think can be absolutely life-changing is number one is set an intention for a space. What do you want to have out of this space? What kind of an energy you want the space to have? Um, what do you want to feel when you come into that particular room? It could be your kitchen, it could be your garage, it could be your bedroom, it doesn't matter. Pick a room. It can just be also an intention for your entire home, but you can also be just as specific and go down to, to your home. There's a sea of intentions that are uh, examples of intentions on my website. You can go to yasnaburza.com forward slash healer and heals, and you can download the sample intentions. They're actually beautifully designed, so you can just print them and frame them and put them in that in that household. And there's, I think, intentions for relationships, intentions for um, uh, well-being, for emotional well-being, for productivity. So go ahead and download those but you have to have an intention what are you desiring to create and then maybe you can the, the, uh, look at the space and say what is in here that is detracting me from that energy is there clutter is there is the furniture not aligned or arranged in the most ideal perfect place where i can actually feel like i can uh be in that space or that energy the more we do this the more we are uh, imprinting these intentions and we're creating the the energy because clutter carries information and it is discordant information it's chaotic information so the more we remove the things that are out of place and all of these things the more we can create order and it's called in physics an intentional order or negentropy and then that is how this space continues to really bless us and energize us after that, what we can do is bring in uh, things like little plants, right? Because just by being around plants, they contain, they contain this chemical called phytoncides. And it's been proven that within 20 minutes of being among the trees, our cortisol levels go down, adrenaline levels go down, the oxytocin uh, goes up. And so it's just this chemical, um, symphony that goes on in our bodies that benefits us mentally, physically, but I believe it also benefits us mentally, emotionally, and spiritually because there is some sign or proof that trees actually talk to each other. They know that we're there. They don't talk the way you and I talk, right? That's just foolish and silly. But throughout history, within the Native American culture, there's the stories that we just know that we are one, we're connected. And now we know uh, through um, uh, 
thank God through science that trees are able to protect one another from disease by communicating, releasing certain chemicals as if to warn others that they should um, build up a certain chemicals within themselves to protect themselves because danger is coming, uh, things like that. So I think that uh, we can use this if we're unable to go out and be among the forest, we can bring some of that nature inside. It's not the same, it's just not, but it does have uh, the, the effects. You're still going to come into contact with those fighting sides. And also our brain, it has this beautiful switch that when we just look at imagery of nature, our brain thinks that we are among the nature and immediately some of those uh, chemical uh, reactions occur in our body telling us that, okay, I can relax. This is safe. This is really wonderful, etc., etc. So those are some of the things I think can be really, really incredibly helpful. And then one thing that I, you might consider adding into the space is objects of sentimentality. Something that feels juicy, that feels good, that feels soothing because it, Dr. John Diamond, he's called the father of kinesiology. He did numerous tests, muscle tests, where he uh, said that when we look at objects uh, of harm or negativity, our, all of our muscles go weak. So in turn, in contrast, we can focus on the images of sentimentality bring us joy. So when we do that, our whole body strengthens, our being uh, is kind of filled up and um, we're a little bit more um, fortified, so to speak, when we invite some of those images, some of those items like candles or photos into our space, we create holy and reverent space that can really bless us and continue to um, continue to support us after a really, really long day. And I will close by saying this, this will, process will look different to everyone else. Some people like really bright colors and uh, very eclectic style. And some people like real clean lines and absolute simplicity. You have to go for what works for you. Because in the world that we live in today, we have too many incoming things uh, every single day, a barrage of information and chaos. And it has never been more imperative to create an environment that can heal us on all levels. After a conflict, after a fight, after a disappointment, that we can come into our, into our space and create a space that's worthy of us, that's going to embrace us, that we continue to bless and that we continue to create with our thoughts and our feelings. Because when we do that, we do it for our entire family. And I believe that is how we then the next morning get up and take that energy with us into the world and we bless others because um, it is in giving that we receive and it is how we work on ourselves that we become the change in this world because we are the ones that we have been waiting for. So I hope that that's incredibly helpful. That is, by the way, uh, all written in my chapter, chapter eight in the book, Healer in Heels. Get your copy. Um, I believe that it is a guide for these times, an incredible healing um, companion. Read it, do the exercises. And I, and I know that when that time comes, you're in your home, you light a candle, you drink your coffee or tea, and you feel a deep exhale, you will know the truth of what I just shared with you and that it is possible to create that.
I love you all. Thank you for listening. God bless you wherever you are. Uh, leave a review. If this was really helpful. Share with others if it is helpful. Uh, but whatever you do, make sure that you focus on you and being the light in this world because God knows we need you. Bless you all. Until next time. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.